Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the CW's hit show, Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is somebody who doesn't love a hilarious knock-knock joke, Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Uh, so this is our mid-season finale. And apparently we only have 13 episodes. Yes. I am not Which... amused. I was hoping that the person who mentioned that to us on Twitter last week was wrong, but apparently they were not. Nope. So six more episodes to go. Um, so short. It does, but if I remember correctly, like, isn't this kind of what like Legends gets most of the time? Yeah. And... 13 to 15. Yeah. Um, so. And that and could I... be why the season has felt so good. Uh, I I agree, like, because they don't really have episodes to waste. Like, even a 19-episode season, like last year, had maybe one or two that didn't necessarily move the plot along. You know, it wasn't bad, but it just didn't move the plot along. Um, And then the other thing is, it... I don't think it surprises me that much because of the quick turnaround time from last season to this season. Yeah, it, that's part of why I think it was redu- uh, reduced, too, because they didn't really get a break. They were filming later to finish out the season, which ended up airing well into the summer. I think we Didn't we run to, like, June or July? Right, well, because they started later, yeah. Right. They didn't start again until the, after the first of the year. Um, so it's actually... So, like, Batwoman's really the only one that I pay attention to a lot. I am wondering, like, how the rest of the CW shows are this season. Are they, like, will they end up being kind of similar for the ones that ran around the same time as Batwoman? I think that Riverdale whatever. will be because they're doing the whole five-episode arc thing like like The Flash is and then taking a ridiculously long break. Like, The Flash is going to disappear after Armageddon until March. All right, so, yeah. Uh, what I want to say something did that, like, recently, too. But that seems like... Yeah, so so it seems like they were building in shorter seasons all around. Or, in at the very least, like, get a couple episodes out and then take a, take a longer-than-usual break. Um, I'm just grateful we're re- returning in January and not March. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> um, um, Lois and Clark there. Didn't they take, like, a ridiculously long break? Yeah, Super- Superman and Lois took a ridiculously <sighs> long break. They I After, think like, they, a few episodes, too. Yeah, they. I think they aired, like, six episodes and then went on hiatus for the first half of Supergirl and then yeah. came back for the last seven. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, like, if, if um, Riverdale gets less episodes this season or what uh but i i had known that there was a five episode special going on with riverdale but i didn't see any of the um like i didn't know what it was about until tonight because i saw it during the commercials it's and the weirdest I... freaking alternate universe i've ever seen I, I don't even know what's happening and i'm watching it every week right i it's... still i still refuse to watch it even though they're bringing in uh, Kieran Shipka from from Sabrina, like it was done solely to try and get me to watch the show, and I'm not falling for it. You know what? I watch the show, and I can honestly tell you, I do not blame you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm not falling for it. When I found out, it was funny when I found out that she was gonna show up on Riverdale. Like I know she's not supposed to be like a recurring character. It's only supposed to be for this for this little like, little uh, plot. Uh, I was talking to a friend, and I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna watch Riverdale just for Sabrina as much as I, as much as it pains me." And she's like, "Yeah, no, I feel the same way." I'm like, "You know what? I'm just gonna." I was like, "Tony Ann loves making like YouTube videos out of like clips from different shows she watches. I'm just gonna pay her to clip all of the Sabrina, <laughs> the Sabrina scenes and send them to me." You wouldn't have to pay me. I would do it for you anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, but if you, if you honestly wanted me to, no, I might actually like break down and watch it because I hate to no, say it, don't like do, it, don't it, do that it, to yourself. Do not do that to yourself. I mean, I haven't watched Riverdale at all, so it's not like I would be that lost. No, and honestly, this almost has nothing to do with the actual like main canon of the show. It's like yeah, it's it it's very it's definitely an alternate universe. I mean, they're calling it a different town and everything. But it's so bizarre. It's like America's Most Wanted meets a cult. It almost... It's weird, because in the comics, the way Riverdale kind of even became a show was because in the comics, they did an, they did an adult take on it, um, which is where we got like the Sabrina show from, too. It was called Afterlife with Archie, which was basically all of the Archie characters in a zombie movie and then they kind of split off from there like sabrina you know became a thing uh then there was um veronica as a vampire jughead as a werewolf like they were they did offshoots but that was where they really found like there was interest for adult version of archie and then the guy who was writing uh the guy who was writing afterlife with archie became the showrunner for riverdale and Sabrina, and then I never got more issues because they were already sparse to begin with, and then all of his time got taken up from that. So yeah, that makes complete sense because. So it almost sounds like they were like it looks like they were they were gonna like they were doing an afterlife with Archie riff for this five part episode, but without the zombies. Uh, oh, zombies haven't appeared yet. I don't. I mean, Sabrina like, is there, so who the hell knows? Exactly. At this point, anything can happen. We've all we. It's bizarro world. Yeah. Well, all right. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Might as well get into the mid-season finale, episode <laughs> seven. Six more episodes to go. Listen to this very slowly because it has to last you until January. Actually, no, it doesn't, because we are covering Armageddon, so... We are, but if you solely are interested in Batwoman, you have to listen to this slowly, because I don't know how... Because we're two episodes through Armageddon, and Batwoman hasn't shown up yet. I'm hoping she shows up next episode. Yeah, well, look, I'm thinking it's going to be next episode, because Black Lightning's already here. He showed up at the end of the second one. Yeah, so I'm figuring... uh, I'm figuring Mia Smoke and... And, and she Bat will Woman show up will next show week because as, yeah. as integral as she is to it, I, she's got to be showing up in three or four. Right. So this week we got Pick Your Poison. That was the episode name. I didn't even see that. That's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was pretty good. And so, we actually got the title line spoken in the show by Al. Yes. Which I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, I'm sure it has. And I'm sure one of our listeners will be able to tell us when, but Please it is do. not it is not something that I typically I typically remember. Um, so we start off inside of a uh, inside parking of a parking garage. garage with Ryan and Marcus meeting up to talk about you know working together, and they've seen each other like three times in life and already but, have a complicated handshake i was like okay that that was at first i was like okay well one that's weird and then i was like ryan what the hell are you doing why are you yes. a known sociopath like what the i'm like i'm like did i like did i did i miss something like and then i mean it, it clicked a couple minutes later but as I, I literally, as I was watching, and my bedroom door was open as I was watching, so my mom literally thought I was insane. I was like, Ryan, what are you doing? This is not the best business decision you can be you know me. Uh, so about 30 seconds after after uh, they're all buddy-buddy, we see, we see other cars showing up and people getting out, grabbing Marcus, and then we see Jada get out, and, you know, we find out that Ryan set Marcus up so that way Jada could Jada and her people could capture him. And that was what she had to do to get them to help me. Yes. So after they after they have him in custody, Jada's like, Well you helped out your family. Now your family My will family help out help you. you. Yep. What do you need? We cut from there to 
Um, yeah, so we cut from there to, I think, Vespa, right? Talking. Yeah, this, we yeah. got the Vespa voiceover. I was like, ooh, yeah, Vespa's back. Yeah, we have the Vespa voiceover with all the bad puns, uh, talking about how the Botanical Garden uh, is, is seeing an uprise of poison ivy and how they're pretty sure it, it goes back to uh, Pamela Isley, but she hasn't been seen in a decade. Uh, and then from that transition, we have we have Sophie waking up in bed alone, but not her bed. Renee's bed. Renee's bed with a very nice note <laughs> right next to the right next to the dresser that says, "Last night was fun. I have no idea what's in the fridge, but help yourself." <laughs> That's a very Renee note. She has very good handwriting, by the way. That's I, like for some reason she struck struck me as the type who had like really messy handwriting. Right. And then I was like, oh, that's actually really cute. <laughs> so, so uh, Sophie puts down the Sophie puts down the note and picks up her phone and sees a bunch of messages. I'm assuming from Luke and Ryan and Batwoman and Luke and Batwing and Ryan and Batwing and Luke. Can we can we talk about the fact that she went off the grid when Alice is her roommate? Like that's not necessarily the same all right. choice. Like all they. So here's the thing: they give her, they kind of give her grief for this. There yes, is no should. way. Alice never went home. And Sophie would like, know that if she was homed. Yeah. Like, by, by all means, Sophie, get laid. You're more than entitled to. Yes, she was. She was doing that already this season. We absolutely. saw. We saw the first episode. Like absolutely, you are more than entitled to get whatever you want. However, if you have a homicidal maniac, albeit we love her, but she still is living in your house, seeing her unsupervised all night may not be your best choice. Yeah, but again, like it's like it's not Sophie's fault. Alice is on the run. Like Alice never went home. Like yeah, she was in again, the Batcave, and then Sophie her and Mary left. Know that. But neither did they. They and were had, with, but they were Sophie, with Alice. Had Sophie gone home that night, she would realize that Alice never came home. Ah, uh, I don't know. You're putting an awful lot on poor Sophie. No, I'm not, because literally when Alice doesn't show up, she's going to be like, um, guys, our, she's missing. We need to find her. Like, what's happening? So anyway, Sophie shows up at the at Wayne Tower, and apparently one of the messages was, Al, uh, was Mary is Poison Ivy. And she's like, what the hell? Like, I go and get laid for like, 10 minutes and now Mary's poison ivy. This is what happens when you don't answer your phone. <laughs> and, um, was and it Wayne Tower or the Batcave? Uh, Wayne Tower. We don't, I don't think we see the Batcave this, this episode. Yes, we do. Uh, do we? If you say when, so. When they're talking about, when she tells them about Marcus, they're literally walking in the Batcave as they're, as she's telling them. Oh, all right. So, Luke is filling her in on what happened, and as Luke is doing that, Ryan shows up, and she's like, and Ryan's like, all right, you know, Jada's helping us out getting a getting an antidote for Mary, and Sophie's like, what is she getting in return? She's not altruistic. What's her plan here? Yep. And then we go to, we go over to Jada's uh, lab where they have Marcus on a table getting him prepped for getting him prepped to be put in suspended animation they need to clean the, his body of any kind of toxins so alcohol or whatever and to make sure everything's fine before they put him in suspended animation and the head researcher or doctor is talking to jada giving her the rundown and jada's like well if this is going to take some time that'll give you time to work on the other thing and you know, she's pretty much was like, yeah, we are, you know, we're already synthesizing the antidote. Back over to the Batcave, we have, we, you're right, they are walking into the Batcave, and Ryan is now letting them in on what she's been keeping from them about Marcus and uh, everything that had been going on, and that's why she was helping Jada. 
and they're kind of annoyed that she didn't say anything, but she wanted to protect mm-hmm. them and didn't want to risk them getting hurt. Right. Um, Luke is, uh, Luke says he hasn't been able to, you know, he's been running traces and facial recognitions, and he hasn't been able to find Mary or Alice on any of the satellites or cameras. Um, is this when they get the alert about Mary, about Alice? Yes. They find out that Alice breached the 15-mile perimeter that they had had set up. So she's hauling she's hauling ass out of Gotham. And that's when Ryan's like, did your roommate happen to say where she was going when she left this morning? And Sophie's like, um... um I didn't sleep yeah. at home last night, and this is what I'm like, see, this is why you don't leave criminals unattended. <laughs> We go to Alice and Mary driving in a motorhome, which is a far cry from the uh, sports car that they had at the end of last episode. Which apparently they wrecked running from the cops. Yep. Mary is just waking up and she's like, why are we in a motorhome? She's like, and Alice is like, because we wrecked our super sexy sports car getting away from GCPD. <laughs> And we should note that this is actually Mary, not Poison right. Mary. Right. And Mary doesn't remember anything. And Alice is like, and Alice is just like, well, it's your turn to change the radio station, so change it to whatever you want. And Mary's like, no, we need to talk and figure out what happened. So Alice pulls over the car. And then, in her own Alice way, lets Mary in on all of the stuff that happened at the end of last episode with her ripping out Luke's AI and then his shoulder. And then what she did to Ryan, and Mary almost vomits. No, no, she does. She's like, I'm going to vomit. And Alice is like, well, good news. Our new car has a toilet. What did she say? It's a hell of a lot better than the one in Arkham? Yep. Yep, she says that as you can hear Mary, like, throwing up in the bathroom, and (laughs) Mary's 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 having a hard time processing all of this. Yeah, and so, um, so now they're trying to figure out, like, what their next, what their next move should be, and Alice is like, well, you know, the unfortunate thing is, they can find you by tracking me, so unless you happen to know a doctor who could do a full blood transfusion... (laughs) <laughs> which she can right and Mary's like well then you would go free and then that's when Alice says well sometimes you need to pick your poison dear who do you trust more your friends who will surely lock you away or me the only family you have left that line landed for me like I loved Mary whole episode like Alice is actually being the supportive sister yeah which is a new role for her because she did it with Kate but it was different because, like, that was her twin. Right. So it almost felt like that was a natural instinct for her. She's mm-hmm. choosing to support Mary. Yes. I mean, she's still getting something out of it. Like, she's getting the nanobots taken out, which is what you think she only cares about. But, well, as we see later, like, she chooses to stay with Mary. Uh, so Mary's like, all right, let's do it. What's your What's your type? <laughs> And Alice is like, tall, dark, and brooding. Your blood type. Right. So she is O negative. Coming back. She's a universal donor, but she can only get O negative blood back. Yeah, I don't get that at all, but I don't understand blood types. So, like, like I know, like, I know, in theory, like, you need, like, your own blood type. And I know there was one blood type that was a universal donor. But I don't understand how they could be a universal donor, but only get only can get their own. But I am not a doctor, so and trust me, I've watched Mash a lot, and even they don't explain it. I don't think any medical show has ever explained it. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna start rewatching Doogie Howser. <laughs> I'm sure they say it there. Coming back from commercial, we have we have uh, Batwoman and Sophie driving around in the Batmobile and Luke trying to give them directions on Alice's location from the satellite. However, now there are multiple Alices popping up going in different directions. 
This was so smart. So they pull up behind one car that that uh, Luke says is giving off a signal. They harpoon it. They check out the trunk. There's nothing in there. And when they close the trunk, written in they blood, get... there's a handprint and an XOXO Alice and Mary uh, on the on the trunk of the car in blood. So now they know how come there's various Alice spottings. Because she's literally dumping her blood everywhere to give them false trails to lead, to yep. follow. Which was literally brilliant. Yeah, it, it was really, it was really smart. <laughs> uh, back over with Alice and Mary. Mary just went pilfering at a hospital or morgue or someplace that had medical supplies. And she was like, well, that was a little too easy. It wasn't as secure as it should have been, but I've got empty blood bags, surgical tubing, uh, butterfly needles. And Alice is like, and you only got one coffee, so I guess we're going to have to share. And Mary's like, no, this is mine. I need the caffeine. Which ends up becoming very important later. <laughs> but she says, like, don't worry, I didn't use my real name. Alice looks at the name on the cup, and it's Daphne. For some reason, I thought it was Veronica. No, Daphne. <laughs> so they go over to a bar, which is, I don't know if it's supposed to be the same bar, but this is definitely the same bar where she met Ocean. It probably was. I would, I would, I would guess it was probably the same location in Vancouver, and they just tried to redress it a little bit because they're at like two hours. I don't know if they even. I don't even know if they tried to redress it. Like I, I instantly, I could instantly tell you it was the same bar, and I'm not that. I'm not that uh, attention to detail orientated. So usually was... I am because I can usually spot like set repurposes on other shows, but I completely yeah. So they're trying to find a donor for Alice, and the this is so <laughs> it's my favorite scene. Mary's like, you know what's really sexy? You know what women really want in a man? It's not like good looks and in a big bank account. It's typo blood. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> just the fact that Mary's the one doing it. It's just so it's not even poison ivy Mary. It's regular Mary doing it. Which it is the really greatest work? line ever. And the bartender's like, I don't know what sort of vampire cosplay you two have going on, but you need to get the hell out of my bar. <laughs> oh man, I absolutely love this scene. <laughs> like, I'm... Uh... And Mary's like, you're kicking us out of this place simply because we're trying to educate people on the importance of knowing their blood type. And as she's saying this, her eyes start glowing green. And the bartender is like, you know what? You're completely right. Stay here as long as you want. And Mary's like, um, that was weird. And Alice is like, oh, it looks like your mind control power has kicked in. And she kind of takes a napkin holder and shows Mary a reflection to show her that the, she has the green in her eyes because it's nighttime and this is when Mary's supposed to be herself. And but they Alice's... also said earlier in the episode that like she only had like one more something about the virus keeps multiplying or mutating or something and like this was the last time that she would spreading yeah. herself. Yes, but that was that was at the Batcave. So that that information is unbeknownst to Mary and Alice, although now they're kind of catching on. And Alice I, is like, I think Alice might have known because Alice has info on original Poison Ivy. So I think from the info that Renee gave her, she might be aware of what's happening to Mary. They were just making us, the audience, fully aware. Maybe. Um, or at the very least, like Alice might assume like the infection would, you know, like a normal infection, it would spread. Um, so, you know, Alice is very smart, so she probably had an idea that it would come to the point where where Mary would just be completely poison ivy at one point. Um, so she's like, well, you should, you know, let's make sure 
let's make sure we're right. You should try your you should try your gift again. So Mary calls the bartender back over, and again, everyone on the bat team is an alcoholic because the first thing Mary tries with her newfound powers is getting free shots. Free shots. <laughs> I just sat there and I'm like, oh, for the love of God, like everyone on the bat team needs to go to like AA or at least. I mean, okay. Let's, let's dissect this for one second. If you spend your days fighting bad guys, wouldn't you need a drink or two at the end of the day? And wouldn't you want them to be free if you could get it? I mean, I work in the customer service industry. So one could say that I do spend my entire day fighting bad guys. Listen, I spend half my day <laughs> on the phone with people. So I completely understand the urge to want to drink at the end of the work day. I don't always <laughs> indulge in it, but I get the impulse. And so Alice is, like, excited that this worked. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, hey, look, they actually listen to this, Mary, and she gets free stuff. <laughs> and Mary's like, I just stole from a small business, and I don't even feel bad about it. <laughs> Alice, like a proud parent, is just like, yeah. You've come so far. I'm so proud. <laughs> My little girl's all grown up. Uh, back over, uh, we have Batwoman and Sophie pulled over uh, outside of the Batmobile trying to figure out what's going on. And they're hoping that they'll be able to get to Mary before sunup, before it's too late. And Sophie's like, uh, by the way, if she goes full-blown poison ivy, the mayor has authorized extreme measures. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't... realize that they were referencing Mary at that right. point. Right. <laughs> and she's like, and so Batwoman's like, who's they? And Sophie's like, Renee Montoya. Renee Montoya? <laughs> Batwoman, putting two and two together, is like, is that the reason you didn't go home last night? And she's like, uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. Um, didn't she say like, how would she, what, how, why did she tell you? When did she tell you this? And then Sophie was like, yeah, she's kind of the reason I didn't go home last night. And she's like, no, oh. no. She says like, uh, Sophie just says, Renee, like, I didn't realize they were talking about. I didn't realize they were talking about Mary. And Batwoman asks who, and then she. Sophie says Renee Montoya, and Batwoman instantly jumps to the logic of, is that the reason you didn't go home last night? And Sophie's like, well, I didn't realize I needed your permission. She's like, to sleep with the woman who's blackmailing me? With prison? No, of course not. I am so happy you two found each other. Which is very nice. She is happy for them. And she was being so sarcastic in that moment. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe she was genuinely happy that Renee and Sophie are together as I've already figured out what I named them last week. So we're just going to say Mortoya because I like that one this week. I, I'm just going to change these ship names. Yeah, it, Mortoya. Yep. That works. Yep. We're going with, my, we're going with that until... <laughs> But unfortunately, the next episode is not for five weeks, so Lord knows if I remember that again. You probably won't. Nope, not even a little. <laughs> Back over to Jada and Marcus. And Marcus is in the middle, kind of in the middle of getting frozen. And, you know, he's asking Jada why he why she's doing that. And she's like, because ever since the Joker, something's wrong. And I'm trying to I'm trying to fix you. And Marcus apologizes for everything he's done and he tells her he loves her. And she falls she starts for crying because... thinks, like, you're an idiot because even I do. This boy is a full-on sociopath. He is completely snowing her and that's exactly what he did because five seconds later he was trying to kick crap out of her and then completely hulking out. Yep. It's like, you know, you just need to trust me. Haven't I always taken care of you? When you wake up, you know, you're going to be you're going to be Marcus again. And she leans in, kisses him, and then he breaks the chains and attacks her. And like, Marcus is legit insane. Yeah, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. Um, so he... He makes his escape from the... From the laboratory. Uh, 
kicks a couple of kicks a couple of doctors, but leaves everyone alive that we know of. He at least leaves Jada alive, which is more than I can say for other people that come across him. Well, we find out in a little bit that that's not quite true, but in this moment so far. Yeah. So when we come back from commercial, Ryan and Sophie come barging into the lab. Jade is unconscious. She tells them what happened to Marcus. And then Jada says, you know, he escaped and he went to go find Ryan. But that's not terrifying. Nope. So over at Wayne Tower, we have we have Luke in the office and Marcus coming in and he's like, hey, is my sister around? And Luke's first instinct goes for the goes for the security button hits hits the silent alarm marcus picks up this pen that was on the desk that apparently has an 18 karat gold tip uh and it was a it was a gift from lucius to luke and marcus even talks about how lucius used to come around the house for his mom's famous moscow mules i do yeah i heard that and i do think your earlier theory about yeah. Lucius being Brian's father might be correct. Yeah. Which makes me happy because I like the idea of Luke and Mary being, and not Mary, um, Aha! Brian. See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> you know, you're not. I'm tired. I had a Freudian slip <laughs> there. Luke and Ryan being siblings. So as, as Marcus is talking about it and he's like, ah, he was a good guy. Security comes in and he's like, hey, is there a problem here? And Marcus is like, get called security on me, man. And he's like, yeah, you need to leave. Get him out of here. Security guard goes up to Marcus, and Marcus stabs him with the pen. In the throat. He's dead. Because this, he's literally insane. Yep. And the actor's doing an amazing job playing it. He and did a really, yeah, he did a really good job um, throughout this entire episode. We get a fight scene with Luke after sucker punching Marcus. Marcus, they have a quick fight, but Marcus gets the upper hand and then knocks him out with a headbutt. That headbutt was so cool looking. Yeah, but yeah, no, he uh, he he's he played this psycho scene really good. Back over to the bar, we have Mary stabbing people in the finger. She's trying to take to, their blood. To, to put in their to put in a shot glass to check their blood the guy she's doing it is like thank you for checking my blood type yeah Wait, she's basically why, using her pills and IV check- power to compel her to compel them to be fine with it which yep why are you using why are you checking my blood type and mary's like because what happens if you're in a near fatal accident and they need to know your blood type to give you a transfusion and he's like oh yeah that makes sense which i mean it does because I don't actually know my blood type, so... I do. Yeah. You know my blood type? What is no, it? No, I mean, I know my blood type. I'm sorry. Oh. Again, tired. I was going to say, I don't know how you know it, but if you do, <laughs> spill, because I don't know it. So. I guess be glad that you don't know it, because it means <laughs> you haven't had a reason to need to know it. This is true. So, apparently, this guy is AB negative blood. She's like, that, she's like, that's a very rare blood type. High in demand. Not what we're looking for, but you should definitely go give blood. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go find a place to do it right now. It's like 11 o'clock at night, dude. Yeah. <laughs> then Alice comes in with a guy, and she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> she was, I love that that's what she's basically been, like, auditioning yeah. guys to Pick yeah. blood type. <laughs> she's, she's like, we've been, we were talking, me and Jason here were talking about how hard it is to meet people organically nowadays. He has no piercings, no tattoos, and hasn't been to any area of the world where malaria is a problem. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. And I'm like, like, so Alice has basically been flirting with these guys to get them over to to Mary so Mary can then type their blood because clearly Mary is not good at the yeah. whole flirting thing because her idea of flirting is oh blood is sexy and I'm just like so and, and Alice is like plus bonus he's a Gemini <laughs> and the guy's like you said there'd be wings 
And Mary's like, hey, wings are bad for you. It has cholesterol. It's bad for your cholesterol. And Alice is like, damn it, now I want wings. So Mary tests him out, and he is O negative. She's like, we have a winner. And he's like, what did I win? And Mary's like, you get to donate two. And Alice is like pointing up three pints of blood for a very good cause. And then Alice takes his beer out of his hand. She's like, I'm going to have to cut you off now. Yeah. Mary and Alice were so, were so co- much comedic gold this episode. So back over to the lab, Jada says that they hadn't had time to fully test out the antidote, but they're positive it'll work. And she's talking to Sophie. She is talking to Sophie. And they go to the freezer where the antidote is. They open it. And, and out the woman, falls a body. Yep. Out falls a body with, like, three, with three, like, shards hypodermic needles stabbed. Oh, shards of glass stabbed in her. Was, right? I was expecting the um, cure not to be in there. The body being in there kind of completely threw me. Over at... Uh, over at Wayne Tower, Ryan comes in, sees sees Luke knocked out, and Marcus is like, "Oh, he's you know he's okay," which is more than I can say for the security guard. And Alice, uh, Ryan um, talks is saying, you know, how hard it must have been to see for her for the sister that he wanted for so long to you know to stab him in the back, and Marcus just starts laughing and basically says like all of the sibling bonding stuff was hard for him to do with a straight face but it was all he was just setting her up basically yeah which as he was explaining this like this is the point where he went from psychopath sociopath yeah like he's literally insane yeah and he's like and he was like, you know, you were so desperate to want to connect with the family that didn't want you. And then he's like, oh, your face right now? This is great. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to make it my background. And I was just like, this dude, the whole, the yep. whole time I'm just going, this dude is just radiating psychotic energy. Yep. And what does he have? He has the antidote for Mary. And he was juggling it, and it was making my blood pressure go up because I kept waiting for it to fall. <laughs> So after he, you know, he got all the information out of his mom or the scientists about what they were doing. And so he knows that they're on a time crunch. And he's like, well, if you want this, all you're going to have to do is put your name on a resignation letter, stepping down as the CEO of Wayne Enterprises and give me all your stock options. So Ryan signs it. And he gives her the he gives her the vial and leaves. So I will say one thing, you know, he he kept his word. Two, I'm not entirely sure that that resignation is binding. Like there is no there is no notary in present in this whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I I kept waiting for like a bait because even I thought I'm like yeah. That letter is not legit, and there's going to be some kind of bait and switch. Like, I'm sure we'll get that at some point this season, but yeah. And so Ryan's like, I really wish I would have gotten to know you before the Joker turned you into this. And he's like, you know, if the Joker was so bad, why is he the only one in this town that was having any fun? Yeah. And you could see that they're tr- they're doing everything. Like, they're basically trying to make Marcus this show's Joker, but I don't think they can actually, like, have a Joker for whatever reason, because I, I don't think the Warner Brothers or DC will let them use the Joker, so they're kind of... Well, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't know if, like, back in the day, that's kind of... That's the kind of thing that WB used to do. Like that's the what that's the reason why we got Smallville, was because they weren't allowed to do a Batman show. You mean a Superman? No, they weren't allowed to do a Batman TV show because they were planning on doing a Batman movie or having Batman in a movie, and they couldn't have two different two different versions of the character running around because everyone's brain would melt down apparently so they didn't made seem Smallville to be an issue instead. when it came to the flash but i digress well again like that was old wb so like so that had happened several times in the past where like 
where like the TV side wanted to do something or use a character, and and they were like, no, you can't. We're using them somewhere else. So that had happened several times in the past. I don't think that's as much of a problem now. For one, we had Gotham running. Um, did did was Gotham running when the last Christian Bale Batman movie came out? No. Might have j- No, but it but it definitely was running during like Batman versus Superman. So so that's not so much a thing nowadays. I will say like we had so this season we've had an update of the Mad Hatter, an update of Killer Croc. In theory, this update of Poison Ivy, even though we know we're getting the original Poison Ivy. So this is kind of like in the same vein. Like he's going to be the updated Joker because all of these all of these um, criminals were re- were still around when Batman was there. So the question will be like, will Mar like will Marcus actually have the Joker's joy buzzer or whatever item from Batman's trophy case he had for the Joker? Did he have one? Uh, I would assume so. Like, we don't know all of the different things, but I would assume he had, he probably had the Joker's hand buzzer. Like, that's the one that seems to, like, they've referenced several times this season, mainly because that's what, that's how Marcus ended up the way he did. So it would be interesting to see like Marcus end up with that. Yeah, I'm excited to see where where he goes. Yeah. So then we got Batwoman back in the back in the Batmobile with the antidote as they're trying to find they're trying to find Mary and Alice and we have Luke trying to trying to pinpoint them while Sophie is bandaging them up in a forest apparently. Uh wait was actually um was was mary's office but as her poison ivy power was growing (laughs) so do the plants in her office yes so luke said looks like i got bad news and i got good news and so naturally ryan's like well tell me the bad news and he's like all right bad news Mary hasn't used her credit cards and shockingly hasn't posted on Instagram. (laughs) So I don't have a bearing and we only have 42 minutes till sunrise. So Ryan's like, all right, hit me with the good news. He's like 19 of the trackers went offline. So, so there's only, so we only have four. We only have four up. Good news. And he's (laughs) like, well, I didn't say it was that good. (laughs) So if he's like, well, you have a one in four chance of being right. So Luke sends the information over to Ryan, and Sophie's, you know, you could tell Luke's in pain, so Sophie's like, look, I'm not a doctor, and my field dressings at, in school were bad. Like, very bad. <laughs> yep. So she's like, I'm trying to figure out what Mary would say here, and Luke's like, you can't speed up healing. She was right. She was right about me in the suit. Just because armor can cover up a wound doesn't mean it's healed. Or it doesn't mean it's not still there. Yeah. I, I did like the moment of frustration that Luke had. Like, you see how pissed off he is at this whole situation. Yeah. Is this the moment where they also put the coffee thing together? Or is that a couple scenes from now? Well, uh, Sophie's like, hey, don't worry about it. I took my eyes off Alice by having a night with Renee. So, so you know, if you're having a guilt trip party, make room for one more. And not realizing Luke didn't actually know about that, Luke's like, wait. What? <laughs> wait, is that why Alice is free? Are you and Renee a thing now? And Sophie's like, no, no, we're not a thing, but you are. She's like a thing that lasted till morning, which... <laughs> you're... Your mon- uh, see, I already forgot it. I already forgot the name. What did you say? Mortoya? Mortoya. There we go. And then Sophie mentions coffee, and Luke's like, wait, that's right, coffee. <laughs> she's like, I don't care if she's poison ivy. Mary is not going to go through, not going to be up this long without needing coffee. And we find out that, oh, because Sophie says, um, Sophie says that Renee lives above a DC jitters. So they find they find that Mary used her uh, jitters points account out of uh, out of a place in Brownsville. 
and they found a pub right next to there, so that's where they were. That's where they were kind of figuring they would be, because that was one of the locations of Alice's trackers. And so Mary comes up with the bag full of blood, and they reminisce about the last transfusion Alice had. Not the best. <laughs> Not the best topic that Alice could have brought up in that moment. <laughs> so she was like, I hope this goes better than my last transfusion. And Mary's like, you mean the... <laughs> it was like, you know, with Nocturna. Remember, Mary's like, you mean when you told Nocturna that I had the desert rose in me so she should bite me? But the only reason I had the desert rose in me was because you <laughs> you poisoned me and my mom and gave my mom a choice to that only one of us could live? And Alice is like, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Alice is like, well, all the more reason for you to do this transfusion so you'll never have to see me again. And Mary's like, well, you know, that's what I'm afraid of. And, I don't. This whole scene, I think, was my favorite of the episode because realizing that she's actually enjoying being around Alice, which is like weird for her, given their history. Well. Not so much that, but it's like she doesn't want to be alone. Like she, you know, she she already felt like, and is starting to feel more and more like her friends weren't listening to her or really paying attention. And now without them, as she's going through this, you know, she'll she'll really be alone. And Alice is like, no, don't worry, I'll stay by your side throughout your whole Mary Morphosis. Which was really sweet. Yeah, she was like, we're sisters, baby. This was a sister relationship I never knew I needed. It is a really, it is a really weird, dysfunctional relationship, but it is very good. Considering she killed her mother? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, people make mistakes. It's fine. Like I said, I'm not not one to judge because I, you know. You apologize, make up, and move on television we forgive a lot (laughs) over at the lab jada gets a phone call from marcus and marcus is like hey you're gonna be phone call he really (laughs) yeah everything he does now is creepy (laughs) um but he's like hey i'm gonna make you proud of me you know watch any channel tomorrow around 9 30 did he say 9 a.m probably most (laughs) things happen most things happen on the even time yeah he was he was like 9 a.m sharp i'm like I couldn't see his face. All I could do was hear his voice because we were, you know, we were focused on Jada the whole time. But I was so creeped out. Yeah. So, so we come back from commercial and Mary is given Alice the transfusion, and you can see like Alice already starting to act like a little tipsy because she's just like, she, like she's just kind of moving her head. Her eyes are wide. She's like, goodbye, little nano robos. <laughs> and then Barry's like, "So tell me how you're feeling." And Alice is like, "That like my donor should take an Uber home." That line made me laugh. But so, you. thank you. So she was like, "You know, thank you for being there because Kate never would have done this for me." Which is true. Kate wouldn't have run with her. Yeah. I don't think Kate Kate would do what Ryan's doing, but I don't do this. Right. And Mary's like, you're right, and Kate would never, you know, Kate would have never helped me out. She would <laughs> Alice is like, yeah, she probably would have locked you up in Arkham. Mary's like, yeah, but would have felt bad about it in her journal. Which, true. So, oh, this sounds horrible that I'm laughing at this. So, just as they're having, to. they're just as they're having this bonding moment, there's a knock at the door, and it's the police. <laughs> and, and Alice is like, you should use your, you should, you, you should use your, uh, your charms on him. She's like, I can't do it through the door. So Alice is like, all right, we got to get out of here. Alice runs to the steering wheel, turns on the car, turns on the, the motor home. <laughs> and literally guns it, the, and literally guns it as like he's a... getting in front of the car, runs okay. him over, knocks him over like a bowling pin. Yep. <laughs> like like thump stops because Mary yells oh my god stop and Mary's just like I think we hit him you think 
and Alice is just like she goes running off, and Alice is like, I think that's more of a reason to keep going. She's also not wrong. So Alice, so Mary goes running out to check on him. They apparently didn't hit him with the wheels, so he has a concussion and needs a ride to the hospital. And Mary and Alice is like, I'm sure one will come along. <laughs> We're going to hell for laughing as hard as we did. You are aware of this. <laughs> so Mary is definitely having like a crisis of conscience. Like we need to, we need to help him out. And Alice is like, well, what about, what about the, you know, the take charge, Mary, putting herself first for once. And Mary finally is like, you know, you're right. So they go running back. <laughs> I just I just saw what Alice says to her. <laughs> what did she so, say? So Alice is like, you know, Mary who takes her, you know, who puts her stuff above everyone, never gets anything in return. <laughs> she leaves behind anyone who tries to stop her. Hobbies include long walks on the beach and not being incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sorry, old me, let's get out of here. <laughs> so they go... They go running back to the. They go running back to the the uh, motorhome, and as they're as they're driving away, Mary's like tossing wine bottles of blood out the out the window. And she's having so much fun with it too. She really is. <laughs> and then Mary's like, "How fast does this thing go?" And they come to a sudden stop. And so Which Mary asks, I thought I thought she killed the motor at this point. And she's like, "Why did you stop?" And she's <laughs> like, "It wasn't my choice. I didn't." Yep. So Batwoman's there with the harpoon in the in the motorhome. <laughs> Mary and Alice walk out. Mary's just like, "Oh, so close." And so Batwoman tells Mary, "You know, we have a cure. You know, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the last night. You know, but this will stop your infection. You can be you again." And Alice is like, you know, the one they can ignore until they want him, until they want you. It's like a very devil angel thing going on. Yep. So, so Ryan's like, you know how we found you? We traced your, your jitters rewards card. That's the kind of thing that that friends know about each other. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, she has a point, but I also think like Instagram Mary talks about coffee a lot, like. I am willing to bet that everyone who follows her on Instagram also knows she likes coffee. That doesn't make them friends. But and it, I mean, it does because they, I mean, Luke knows her well enough to know that she can never say no to coffee, and that's how they found her. Yeah. So Batwoman's like, you know, you were the first one to believe in me. I need you to do it again. And Mary's like, but you're gonna put me in, you know, you're gonna try and put me in Arkham. She's like, no, we won't. We have this cure, and then Mary uses her mojo on her, like, well, what happens if it doesn't work? And so Ryan, without being able to resist, says the truth that she would have to confine her until they, you know, found an answer. And Mary's like, yeah, that's what I thought. So she's like, yeah. And I knew that she wasn't going to take the cure because we still hadn't seen the full Poison Ivy costume yet. Right, right. Uh, Batwoman's like, you know... You know, we're trying to help, you know, we're trying to save you. And that's when Mary says, you know, maybe I don't want to be saved. And then she starts having roots come up from the from the ground to kind of hold Batwoman in place and to smash the to smash the uh, vial of of antidote. And she's like, it's time for me to step out into my own sunlight. And her and Alice go off, leaving leaving Batwoman just kind of held in place by the roots like nothing's like it's not like they're covering her mouth she's in no real mortal danger she's just kind of being held in place so they can get away exactly coming back from commercial we have something i said that way too quick i thought i was already at the end of the commercial break i was not i was i was actually at the riverdale oh yeah well you should (laughs) you should be coming back right after the riverdale yeah no it is um, so we have Sophie and Ryan talking back at the clinic and Sophie's like, where's Mary? And she's like, she didn't want to be saved. And Sophie's like, well, we're not going to give up on her. And she's like, no, no, she you gave up on it. us. She's given up on us. Yep. And then we see Mary driving the, 
<laughs> we see Mary kind of driving the motorhome as the sun is coming up. And, and you can she's, see this look of bliss on her face as you she can is, see. yeah, she is in her new happy place. <laughs> Let me tell you, sunlight does not make me that happy. <laughs> nope, not not even a little. Uh, then we get our we get our favorite newscaster who's allowed inside every single crime scene oh, is in that the Gotham. Same one? I'm almost positive. Um, so at Mary's clinic, we see them watching the news conference, and they're talking about how there's a new CEO of Wayne Enterprises and so we find out their Ryan and Luke security clearances have been revoked which but, also means they cannot access the Batcave which they right. have shut down they've shut it down and sealed it so no one can get in but all they have is the bat suit and the batmobile which is currently being parked at a parking meter um can we talk about how there's not a second entrance into the Batcave anywhere in Gotham City do we not think that's a little bit stupid? I mean, how do you get the Batmobile out would be the question. There's <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely a second entrance to the Batcave, but for reasons being, they don't want to be in there. But the, I, nobody knows that the Batcave exists and it's so far underground. Would any towers even be aware that it's a thing? No, but if Marcus is going to be in the... If, the, if there's a new CEO... And they try and move the, the the necklace, then that would open up the that would open up the secret door. Like if they try and rearrange the office, unless to suit the shutdown pro- unless the shutdown protocols hid the access to it. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like that is so that is something that would need to be addressed. Now, why they couldn't just shut down that entrance and not the because they literally not, uh, say they don't have access to the Batcave. They're not allowed in there. Which, I mean, it just seems to me right. that it is ridiculously stupid that there is not a second entrance to No, there, there's a second entrance because they get the Batmobile out of there. Like, there's, there's got to be. They don't, they don't drive the Batmobile out through the, the, the CEO's office. Unless there's, like, a service elevator somewhere, but still. Huh? Unless there's like a service elevator somewhere, but even still, because they're they're literally acting like they don't have a way in because they're locked out of Wayne. Right. Which to me, is and beyond stupid. Right. So no one no one thought that anyone would remember. Like, well, they need to get the Batmobile out because the Batmobile was in there originally. Like that's where they found it. So there's there's definitely another way out. But whether or not they can access it and like. It could be a question of like they had to like the shut the sh- like the ceiling the ceiling program sealed everything like maybe it wasn't just like a one a one door type situation I don't know but I would also think that wherever that second entrance comes out is probably a you know on the grounds of Wayne Tower as well so better safe than sorry like they don't want to take the chance of of doing something. I do like that Luke wasn't bad because um, Ryan apologized. She's like, I I gave up the Wayne legacy for nothing. And he's like, it wasn't, it was for Mary. It wasn't for nothing. And that moment I was just like, oh, Luke, I love you. And I love how much you love Mary. He doesn't know. So we find out the new CEO of Wayne Enterprises is Marcus, who now has purple hair. Not green hair like the Joker, however purple like the Joker's suit. Interesting. I don't yes. know this is hair color. I don't know why, but Yeah, and it's and it's like so all of like the dreads that he has are purple and the rest like his roots in that are still black. But it is it is somewhat notable. We so we go from the press conference to the hotel room that Mary and Alice are staying in, and Alice is hungover because of her blood donor and alice wants alice wants um coffee and uh, coffee and hash brown stat right and she's like what's what's taking you so long and we hear mary say you know i know i make it look effortless but but it takes a lot of work making bad look this good and she steps out of the bathroom and she's in the full poison ivy get up with the long red hair with the Freaking amazing with the shoulder pads like out of a Michael Jackson outfit with the roll up like, looking saw, boots 
we were we were freaking out when we saw the picture in our group in our um dm <laughs> yeah like, like we both went oh my god this looks amazing and we were like having a fan moment but like like her wearing it and like moving in it it looks so much better yeah I, and the it pictures am- were already like out of this world i didn't think it could get any better yeah it looked amazing uh, and that's the end of the episode. We do get a trailer for the second half of the season. I don't know if it's just one episode. That whole masquerade uh, theme. Yeah, I the love whole. That. So it looks like we get a whole masquerade ball, and that's where like you really see you really see like Marcus as Ooh, as like thing, new Joker. There's one thing we kind of forgot to mention. Yeah. So like she comes out, she's standing there, and she's like. I'm down for anything as long as it's fun. And she, she sees Marcus on the TV because he's making his announcement that he's the new CEO. And right. She and looks at like, him and she goes, "He looks, looks like fun. fun." Yeah. I will say though, no. Even worse, what we didn't talk about was the look Alice gave Mary when Mary came out of the bathroom. Alice was almost impressed. Alice was in love, is what it was. Yeah, and then when he when she wanted to uh, team up with Marcus, that was not the sibling I expected to want. By the way, I was expecting Alice to be intrigued by him. So to have Mary go, he sounds fun, was very like. Yeah, no, that is because that is because Alice um, wants to be involved with Mary. Alice wants to be involved with. Poison, Poison Alice. Because Poison Alice. When it's Mary, she's in sister mode. Yes, yes, it is a very weird. It's a very weird love triangle with only two people. Very true. Um, but yeah, so the next episode, it looks like we'll have a we'll have a um, masquerade ball theme, uh, which is which really makes sense. You know, everyone's wearing a mask. Mary, you know, Mary has two sides of her personality. Ryan as Batwoman has two sides to her. Marcus has two sides to her. So, like, the masquerade theme is very fitting. Um, But we do have a scene where Marcus is in, you know, a white tux with, like, black clothes, holding a gun to Luke, talking about how Batman had a Joker, and now Batwoman has him. And then he does a Joker laugh. That laugh was so creepy, but so fun. Yeah. Uh, And then that's the end. So that episode will be the 15th of January. The 12th. The 12th of January. Ah, so, yeah, that is, uh, that is the first half of the season. And we only have six weeks to go when we come back. That makes me sad. Yes, only six weeks, which means at that point, I'm assuming we're just going to get all six in a row. I would imagine because if, if we're doing because one week, if we're doing one week week off to stretch this out, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> um, well, you figure six weeks from January 12th will probably put us ending around March. Yeah, which, which is well, right we actually might get two weeks off in February because of the Winter Olympics. I don't see the CW. Yeah, um, so so we'll probably get that, which means like you would have the finale right around the the like. The March, end April. of yeah, the end of winter sweeps. Yeah, because I don't see the CW putting anything on against the Olympics. How does yeah, I usually suicide. yeah, I mean yeah, almost nobody puts anything against against uh, the Olympics or you know the Academy Awards. You know any event, regardless of if people are like, oh, the the ratings keep going down, it's still enough that nobody ever puts up puts stuff against it. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll um, it'll be interesting to see when it comes back. So uh, I this episode was a really good um, this episode was a really good midseason finale in that it kind of tied up everything that had been going on. And now we can get to the next phase of the season. Yeah, it's still left. It still left you like excited and can't wait till that's till the season comes back i will say i am kind of glad that there was no like like moment that like major major cliffhanger cliffhanger. yeah yeah it it wasn't like they used the the reveal of mary in the poison ivy costume as their cliffhanger moment which i was fine with because had it been 
something like last year where we had the reveal of Kate and then we had to wait that many weeks, I'd have been so mad. And then still had to wait because she still didn't show up again until like a month after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I would say it, it definitely closed the half, the the end of the first half of the season, which is easily the best season so far. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Um, and who knows, by the time it comes back, um, that's right around the time we start hearing, like, CW bringing back shows. Yeah. So maybe by the time they come back, we'll know that they were they were renewed for another season. I will say this, that I am not too concerned with whether or not they'll be... At all. If Dynasty will be renewed, because it seems like... Uh, I mean, if for no other reason, it seems like at least the superhero shows are given, like, a year notice. Yeah, like, once... Even like, if even, you, like even, even if they're going to be ending, like, even if they're going to not renew them, it sounds like the CW, for the most part, is just like, we're we'll renewing up for one more season. Renewal. So, right. we'll get when they find out in, like, May that that recent renewal will be their final, like they did with Black Lightning. Like, they renewed it in, I think they renewed Black Lightning in january and then announced a few months later that that renewal will be for its final season i thought they did it at the same time it might be arrow that i'm thinking of got renewed in january and then a few months later it it said it was its final season but like the cw renews basically everything that exists in their lineup in january yeah it's like happy new year everybody has jobs yeah they they do like a complete line renewal um so we'll find out we'll get that probably like not too long after the holidays uh but other than that are there any other thoughts no i'm just really excited to see where the second half of the season goes and i really hope that um we keep the same momentum that we had with this first half uh yeah and i i think we will because we only have we have one episode less so I don't see why they wouldn't keep going uh, at this speed. Um, so we will be back next week for our start of the Armageddon uh, reviews. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and other than that, you can get in touch with us in a variety of ways. So let us know how you liked the first half of this season. You can tweet at us at BatwomanTVTalk on Twitter.com. You can email us at BatwomanTVTalk at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at Academy Rewind on Twitter. And where can the people find you? I'm at XO Tony Roney XO on Twitter. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, because it is 11.30 Eastern Time, and I still have half the night ahead of me of other stuff to do. Are you doing <laughs> a Thanksgiving turkey? Um, Not at midnight, but eventually. Ah, I thought maybe you, you know, might be pro- prepping stuff. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, I, I can't cook. Well, I probably could, but no, I am not. I have to edit this episode, and then I have to watch um, Wrestling, which is currently recording, and then I have to find out who won the Celtics game because uh, I had to stop watching at the half because that's when Batwoman came on. Well, you go have fun with that, and you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. You as well, Palmer. You as well. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving, dear listeners. And we will see you in a few weeks. But until then, we are going to get out of here because they are shining the bat signal out in the sky. So we are out of here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye, everybody.